You are listening to Ideas and Leaders podcast. I'm Elena Paventa, Executive Communication Coach and TEDx Organizer. With each episode, I'll share with you communication tips and ideas from top business leaders to help you excel in your career. Welcome to the next episode of Ideas and Leaders podcast. Today, my guest is Michael Schill. He's an entrepreneur. He has uh, the, all of those amazing skills in uh, business, music, and fashion, and sports. And he's combining all of this in what he is doing. He's so inspirational. And today, we are going to speak about starting your business so we will speak a little bit about what michael is doing and uh, what he can uh, give us today what tips he can give us today hi mike it's great to have you on ideas and leaders what is going on how you doing hey listen first things first a pleasure to be here thanks for the opportunity thanks for time excited about this excited about this it's going to be great it's such a pleasure to have you uh, so uh the you know, the, the first and the the biggest question is, how did you decide to start? And when did you decide to start your own business? Say, how, when did you start mm-hmm. as an entrepreneur? And what was your first step? Mm-hmm. Yeah, great question. So um, as far as starting a new business, starting a new endeavor, um, how I knew, how I justify that it was the right time, because right, it's never truly the right time. But the principles and the foundations that are necessary to be able to transact with the consumer, to be able to provide value, to understand how to market, how to advertise, what sales means, um, understanding the difference between sales and closing, right? Those are two different skill sets. Um, understanding what, what who should be on a team and having a strong example of what works and what doesn't were all things that were required for me, myself, right? In order to move into that role where where I call the shots, where, where it's my business as opposed to working uh, for someone else. So those are all required. Those are all things that are tangible to me, had to touch them, had to feel them, had to be adopted into it, had to be doing it for a significant period of time. Uh, because, you know, knowledge is the number one degree of separation with all of us. And, and there's something that I don't know that you know, there's something that you don't know that I know. And, and, and I needed the knowledge in order to eliminate any of the any of the hesitation, personal hesitation, in, in, in order to guarantee that what I was doing was indeed something that would gain some traction. So, Yeah, but did you uh, know everything when you started or did you learn it step by step? What was the, the first right. step? Because I think that this is what is stopping many people, right? They're, they think that, oh, I mm-hmm. need to learn it all about sales, about marketing, social media and everything. And then they just, okay, this mm-hmm. is too much for me. So uh, how can we start and make right. the first step? Yeah, so starting making the first step, first things first is having some sort of intention. You know, your product and your service, what it is that you're pushing to the market. What, 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 what problem is it solving? Is there an ideal buyer profile that's out there? If there is an ideal profile, buyer profile that's out there, where do they reside? What are their wants? What are their tendencies? And really understanding understanding that allows for you to reverse engineer back to what my marketing and advertising initiative looks like. Where should I spend the most amount of, amount, amount of time? Where should I invest the most amount of money within my organization? Um, listen, there's, there's two different things. It's either you have a business or you have a hobby. You know, 
it, 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 you got to figure out, do you have a hobby or do you have a business? And if you want to operate like a business, well, then you need to operate like a business. So having your people, your operations, your marketing, your finance intact and constantly training on those specific skill sets. I mean, that's required. You said it yourself, right? It's like, how do you get started? Well, you get started by actually getting started. You get started by actually taking some set of action. You get started by eliminating any of the other distractions that are around you. People tell you it's not going to work. And you just do. Because, because listen, you write your own story. But you got to open up to the first chapter and start writing. So write. You know, write. Right? That, that, that's the biggest thing as far as getting started is actually doing it. And then training on those skill sets every single day. You got to understand. And you're right. You're not probably going to understand everything. And it's physically impossible. There's only one person that understands everything. That's the, the, the man up top. Other than that, you were never going to understand anything. But if you can consume the content, if you consume the knowledge, if you can actually apply it, if you, if you can track it, if you can monitor it, if you've got data on it, you, you go back to what works, what doesn't work. You have the right mentorship. I mean, I mean, th those are all things that are, that are necessary. Again, none of that, none of that happens unless you happen to take the first step. Yeah. And I think that what is uh, very important is to have great mentors on the way. Uh, and right. did you have mentors to start you with your own business in the beginning? Yes. So, so as far as the actual business, that's myself. As far as mentorship on how to operate or run a business, 100%. Listen, for those who don't know, of course, my name is Mike Shaw. I come from the, I come from the Grant Cardone ecosystem. Um, I had the opportunity to, to work alongside Grant Cardone, arguably one of the world's top marketers, um, multifamily state or multifamily investors, uh, real estate moguls in the entire planet. And um, and the reason why I chose to go that route first was because of this. Simple concept. You can either reinvent the wheel, which takes a lot of time, or, or you can draft behind people who are already doing it and understand how they do it. For me, it's all about time. It's like, how do, how do, I, how do, I, how do I minimize the amount of time it takes me to understand something? So, so that's why I hooked up with that mentor and other individuals like a Brandon Dawson. Some of, some of the listeners may know who those individuals are. Um, and, and study, study under and work for them and train underneath them and sell their products and sell their services and be indoctrinated into their ecosystem so that, so that I understood the do's and the don'ts for myself. Either way is going to work. Either way is going to work. One way takes a little bit longer than the other one. And time is the most valuable asset we all have. I don't have enough time. So if I can shrink the amount of time by 10, 15 years while I'm going that route, not 10 times out of 10. So those, those, are, those are those mentors that I've had the ability to be alongside. And that's the reason why I chose those mentors. And I wouldn't change that decision for the world. So what were the biggest takeaways that you learned from your mentors, from Grant Cardone, from Brandon Dawson? Yeah, well, the number one thing is 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 is, is speed, right? Um, I remember one one time we were in a meeting with 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 Grant, and he said, "Adding time to the decision doesn't make anybody more confident in making a decision." 
Move. Move quickly. Move fast. Be diligent. Make quick decisions. And listen, if you mess up, that's okay. Because messing up means growth. It doesn't mean decay, right? Um, the next thing is the next thing is promote, 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 right? The, the key ingredient in anything is is marketing and advertising. It's it, I was told by these mentors, it's not the best known product that's or it's not the best product that sells. Rather, it's the best known product that sells. So so if if you're not if you're not focusing. 99% of the time on, on customer acquisition, customer retention, and marketing and advertising, well, then you're not really true to the business. There should be no thought on, on getting your product or service out there to the marketplace. You have to become known. Those who are the most known have the biggest bank accounts. You can take a look at Apple and look at their bank account, or you can take a look at LeBron James or, 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 or Jennifer Lopez and look at their bank account. They are known across the world. That's why they make all the money. And that, that is something that doesn't go away with anybody. Right? That, is, that is a staple that is consistent. Um, the third thing I'll, I'll say this much is, you know, after marketing, the most important thing in any business is sales. Sales, 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 sales. It is, it is, it is the lifeline and blood of an organization. It is, it is, it is the organization. If you are not selling, well, then you don't have an organization. If you are not selling, well, then what service do you provide to the end consumer? Selling is everything, and you've got to train on how to sell. The number one area of focus in your day needs to be customer acquisition. How do I get in front of more people? How do I have as, as many conversations as possible? And how do I funnel them into a sales process? Right? That, that's 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 everything. So picking up the phone and dialing, engaging with individuals on on social media, right? Um, having a CRM. I mean, these are all things that that make you an amateur or professional, right? That's what we were taught. Either you're an amateur, or you're a professional. So in order to get professional results, results rather, you got to operate like a professional. You got to operate like a professional. So, so those. I mean, you know, those are those would. What I would say would be the key, uh, or the three key, I guess, ideas or concepts that that really move the needle for myself, um, and that that's what I'm constantly focused on every single day with with my current endeavors and what I'm doing and building my agency here um, as well. So that's what I would say in regards to that. Yeah, and coming back to the to to the marketing because I wanted to go a little bit deeper into the marketing and sales parts. For the beginners, for those entrepreneurs who are just starting and they don't have, let's say, marketing budgets as, as uh, Grant Cardone or as, as Jennifer Lopez or other people that you mentioned, uh, where would you suggest to focus on? Where to invest this, this uh, promotion, this marketing budget? Great question. Great question. And, and the beauty... The beauty of our our economy today is, guess what? You don't need a marketing budget to market. You need commitment to market. Open up your Instagram, right? Go to your go to your your actual profile page and ask yourself: If somebody visits my page, can they tell who I am? Can they tell what I do? 
and can they tell the service and or product that I provide? And if the answer is no to any of them, well, then you need to reflect on your current social media profile, right? And, and modify it, man. Tweak it up. You don't need money for you don't need money for Instagram. You need time and you need commitment. Utilize stories. Engage with individuals. You know, adopt call to actions within your post. Be professional. Have a headshot as your as your as your as your uh, profile page. It shouldn't be you in a bikini or you riding a bike. Like it, that, that 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 means absolutely nothing. That provides no value. And I, as a consumer, am not going to take you seriously. Right. Everything that you do has to have an intention to sell a product or service or an idea that you are the right product or service to move forward with. And again, this is not something that I've come up with. These are the things that I was taught, being mentored by the individuals that I've, I've recited with before. But th- this is this is truly what it is. So don't 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 get caught up in, in, in the marketing and advertising budget. You know, Instagram is free. Facebook is free, Twitter is free, TikTok is free, LinkedIn is free, or a version of is free. Those are those, those are those are those are channels that you can go viral in, in ten seconds. But you actually have to be present on those channels in order to set yourself up for success on any one of or any one of them respectively. So do your due diligence and take those seriously. No money's involved in being serious with those channels at all so do you suggest to be present in all channels because it can take quite a lot of time especially in the beginning when you have to manage a lot of things by yourself so or do you recommend to focus on one or two let's say yeah well the the, the whole goal is to to be everywhere at all times right they used to tell us uh become omnipresent Um, and so I don't want to say that you shouldn't be everywhere, but if you have to start with one or two, Instagram is incredible traction, Facebook, everybody has it, um, and TikTok. But you got to understand your demographic. You got to understand your demographic. But where does, where does your demographic usually reside? Are they, are, they, are they LinkedIn friendly? Are they Instagram and LinkedIn friendly? Do they say the hell with LinkedIn and Instagram and are they solely focused on TikTok? You got to understand where your people are. So don't just don't don't just um, use energy to use energy. Make sure that the use of that energy is is, is, is is targeted to a specific area because because of the numbers of the data as it relates to your as it relates to your end consumer. Yeah, so we actually need to know who, who are we targeting with our social media and who we are talking to, not just to uh, speak to everyone, but speak to our ideal customer, right? Absolutely, absolutely. If, if, listen, the, the most important person in any sales process is the consumer. It's not you. It's not you. So the more you understand the consumer, the better opportunity you have to solve a problem for that consumer because the only reason why anybody buys anything is to solve a problem. That's it. That's it. So, yes, to answer your question, 100%. Yeah, yeah. So, and uh, uh, going uh, to the sales part, what do you think is the most uh, uh, effective strategy also for 
they're beginners, let's say that we don't have a big sales team, but probably in most cases there is only one entrepreneur himself is selling his or her mm -hmm. services. So what is the best the, the best uh, strategy to first to generate those those leads and then to, to actually sell? Yeah, so listen, in order to sell, you have to have contact information. You have to have first and last name. You have to have email. You have to have, you have to have, um, you have to have cell phone number. Like, like you have to have, you have to have that data. So if I can gather that information, I put myself in a perfect place to be able to retarget the email campaigns, text message campaigns, and or simple phone calls. The thing that everybody hates to do because no one knows how to do it, which is picking up the phone that everybody is typically on 99% of the day and actually having a conversation. The only reason why no one does that is because they're not trained on how to do it. So I would definitely say get trained on actually on how to actually effectively communicate 1000%. It's so, it's so funny how many people hide behind this phone. It's wild. It's, it's absolutely wild, but that's a different topic, right? Gather the information so that you can get back in front of the customer. For instance, for instance, let's say you are in the fashion industry and you have two products. Let's say for, for the women out there, you're in the, you're in the, you're in the, the fashion industry, you design dresses. Okay, great. So on Instagram, on my story, what I'm going to do, right, is I'm going to ask the audience to tell me which one they like best. Which, which dress would you see yourself in more so than the other? Option A or option B, right? And ask that on a poll, on a, on a simple story, but then follow up that poll question with, why do you say that? Right? Right? follow that question up, right? After which one do you like best, A or B? Why do you say that, right? With dropping an email so we can get you up, so we can get you updated pricing on X, Y, and Z. That's another, that's another call to action that's within your poll. Now I'm extracting information of getting an email address, right? I'm gonna take screenshots of everybody, every single person that responded with an email address, and I'm gonna cross-reference that email address to their social media profile. Okay, well now I know that 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 so and so, you have their name. Now you have their email address. Now you hold that information. Now you send them an email address, or you send them an email. Off that email, hopefully, hopefully, in in the footer or in the signature that they send back to you of the email, their cell phone numbers. Now I have their first name. I have their last name. Their email address. I have their Instagram, and now I have their cell phone. Number. Guess what? Now you have a lead. Hey, what's going on? This is Mike with X, Y, and Z. Listen, I, I'm actually one of the creators uh, and founders of, of, of our dress making service. I understood you liked option A as opposed to option B. Hey, thanks so much to the, thanks so much for, for engaging with us on our social media content. How long have you been following us? Why do you follow us? When's the last time you purchased a dress? What was that price point? If you did purchase a dress in the past, did you like it? Did you not like it? What did you not like about it? Oh, did you know that we actually have X, Y, and Z that we're pushing out to market next week? Okay, boom. I just had a simple sales call. Now, guess what I'm doing? I'm taking in that information. I'm putting that to a CRM, and now I'm building the lead. The thing is that no one's willing to do that. No one's willing to do that type of work 
to build an ideal bioprofile, to build a bioprofile as it relates to a specific individual. Well, that right there is literally how you would funnel somebody into having a conversation, getting actual information, uploading it to a CRM. Now you do that 100,000 times, you got 100,000 potential clients, then you're rocking the rope. Yeah, I think that uh, many people are now a little bit resistant to having phone conversations because now there is a lot of texting going on. And uh, mm-hmm. as you said, that people are all the time in their phones, but they tend, they don't like speaking. <laughs> they tend to text. That's, yeah. why, that's mm-hmm. why it is quite challenging. I think that it is even challenging to get through to someone. So do you, did you find a strategy? Uh, like how many people actually like would like to have a conversation did you also face some mm-hmm. people who said oh no no i don't have time to speak or something great question that's a great question so here's the deal of course you're going to deal with people that don't have time to speak if someone doesn't have time to speak what we were taught more from within the cardone brand cardone ecosystem is that they're a decision maker because usually people that don't have time are the people that have money If you find that somebody has five hours to speak to you, guess what? Get off the phone immediately. They have no money. They are not going to buy anything from you. Of course, you're going to run into resistance. Yeah, that's the nature of the game. You've got to understand that 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 comes with the deal. You also got to understand that just like if you're afraid of the phone, so is everybody else afraid of the phone. You think that a lot of or people are getting a ton of phone calls, but in actuality, are they really getting a lot of phone calls or are they getting a lot of text messages and emails? So if I want to separate myself from everybody else who's providing a similar product and service as myself, should I do exactly what it is they're doing or should I do something different? Well, I would probably want to do something different. So then do something different and pick up the phone. Some people, some people you're going to get in, or in contact with, some people you're not going to get in contact with. Guess what? Call them again the next day and call them again the next day and call them again the next day and call them again the next day. You know, follow up, man, follow up. We were taught that follow up is the greatest sales secret of all time. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. So follow up, follow up with people. And one time following up with somebody is not enough. On average, what we were taught is it takes eight to 12 points of contact to follow an unsold customer to get them back on the phone. That means that you're going to have to follow up with somebody respectively about 10 times before you get that person right back on the phone. So if you operate with that cadence and you realize that following up with one with a person once or twice, I mean, what, what are you really doing? You're not doing anything. You're not doing anything. So, so and, and one other thing I'll say to that is, you have to have a conversation with somebody in order to transact. Like even if you go to Publix or you go to Winn-Dixie or you go to Kroger or wherever it is you shop, when you go in line and you buy a bag of apples, you still have to go to the person at the cash register and have a conversation on what the price of the apples are and then you have to transact. So then why would it be any different business? Conversation is key. The person that has the most conversations is usually meaningful conversations with intent intention is usually the person that that, that sells the most so the, the, a, a measure each and every single day could be how many conversations are you having new conversations are you having 
you know, when, when, when we were when we were brought into the Cardone ecosystem, um, when, when, when with them, it was on average we're making three hundred to fifty to four hundred cold calls a day, every single day, three hundred sixty-five days a year, seven days a week. I think last year I did I did forty-eight thousand outbound cold calls. Guess what? You got to have a conversation with somebody because if they already know who you were, then they would already be doing business with you. And if they were confident that they were making the right decision, there wouldn't be a need for a salesperson to give them enough data to justify that the decision they're making is deep, right? So it's just it's just changing the thought process of what this what this business thing is, and um, that realizing what's really important and what really matters. And nine times out of the ten, what what. Jimmy the Green Pea, you know, told you two years ago, probably isn't probably isn't the right thing. If you really want to know what to do, look at what the greats are doing. And then model mimic and master them. That's really what the game is. Yeah, amazing, amazing. And I think that it also requires a lot of courage. Uh, those both things, right? Of marketing and putting yourself out there all the time and sales calling people and calling a lot of new people, getting a lot of no's, a lot of people who are not happy maybe with, with you calling or writing or emailing. And uh, I, uh, the, this courage, do you think that you need to have it at the very beginning when you start? Or did you have it or does it build up with, with time? So this courage thing, this courage thing is funny, right? I, I feel that you have to have courage to, to, to start, but but then you constantly have to water that courage with training and information to justify that what you're doing is the right thing. So you get more confident in doing something when you do it over and over and over and over and over and over again. So I think that that repetition is huge in building courage and or confidence. I believe that courage is necessary to start. Um, and then I believe that the, doing something over and over and over and over again raises that sense of confidence, right? As you as you go throughout your day. So, man, you know, when you're when you're when you're, when you're when you're when you're starting off a business, I wouldn't reflect only on confidence and motivation. Because confidence and motivation are feelings. They, they come and they go. It's like, uh, is it raining today? Great, it's raining today. It's sunny tomorrow. Well, there's no more rain. Because you don't have a feeling to do something, shouldn't it dictate, shouldn't it dictate if you should do something? You should know that what I'm doing is the right thing to do. I'm going to have my ups and my downs. So take courage. Take courage on the fact that, listen, I'm not going to have motivation every single day to do what I need to do. Yeah, I'm going to hear those. Okay, great. Right? But, but, but rely on your training. Rely on what you know to be right. Rely on your why. Right? And, and everything else will follow. And, and, and the courage and the confidence and the motivation, man, that'll build. But don't rely on that. Don't rely on that to move forward. Rely on your preparation to move forward. Yeah, yeah. Great, great. I love it. Thank you so much for the inspiration. So to sum up uh, mm -hmm. our conversation, what would be your main recommendation to uh, the entrepreneurs who are just starting and they're maybe not so confident? What, what will, will be their next step? What to focus on right now? What is the, the most important thing uh, to, to take their business forward? 
Great question. So first things first, when you find yourself in that state, realize that every single person, including Jeff Bezos, was in that similar state when they started. Okay? So that that, that that's normal. The second thing is actually do. Actually do. Have a structure to your day every single day as it relates to customer acquisition and customer retention. And then every single thing that you do throughout every single day has to be dedicated to capturing more lead opportunities and closing deals. And if it's not in alignment with that, then eliminate it completely. 1,000%, 1,000%. Leverage your social media, make sure you make sure you become, and make sure you, you give up a, a presence of, of somebody who's professional, right? And understand the consumer, understand the consumer. That's that's honestly what I would say. And then the last thing I would say is get into as many conversations as you can about your product and service. Because it's physically impossible for people to do business with you, what we were told, if they have no idea who the hell you are in the first place. Great, great. Thank you so much, Mike. It's such an inspiration for our listeners. If our listeners want to contact you and to follow you, where can they find you? Yeah, absolutely. So you, you can follow me on, on, on my mom over, but we'll use the Instagram and the Twitter. I'm at Mike Schill. That's M-I-K-E-S as in Sam, C as in cat, H as in hat, I-L-L as in Larry, Larry underscore. Um, and again, that's Instagram, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, we have an agency right now that we're launching uh, called Full Circle. Um, so you can find you can find more information on that on fullcircle.io. And uh, any way that I can be of a resource, I mean, reaching out, let me know. Um, know that I'm not a finished product. Know that you're not a finished product. And it takes a collective group of people to, 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 to actually grow and take over the world, which is my goal and my intention, right? So any way I can help you get one step closer to what it is you got going on, I know that indirectly that helps me grow as an individual, helping other people. So don't be hesitant to reach out. And, um, man, I appreciate the time here today, and I appreciate you listening, so awesome stuff great thank you so much for being on ideas and leaders yes ma'am thank you thank you for listening to ideas and leaders podcast did you enjoy this episode let me know that you listen by tagging me in your linkedin profile and using a hashtag ideas and leaders see you in the next episode